0: have the option to sell your agency for the number that you want. And most of the time, too, once you get to that point where people are wanting to buy your business, a lot of times I try to talk people out of it, I'm like, why do you want to sell? You're making this amount, you're doing this amount, but maybe it matches up with their long term goals. So,
1: Hello, and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver, and this is the Digital Agency Show the podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here and once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are hanging out with the Jason Swank. He's the agency advisor and coach that guides marketing agencies through a proven framework for growing their agency faster. He has literally written the book on growing an agency from nothing to two eight figure agencies. He's one of the most sought out out advisors to agencies in the world, showing them an aid system framework that worked for growing his agency, working with brands like AT&T, Hitachi, Lotus Cars, and eventually led to him selling his agency. He recently uh, launched a new book. He's got a couple of other books on the way and has been on our program uh, at least a couple of times before. Welcome back, Jason.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, Brent
1: so uh real quick man what's the what's the book you guys just launched two weeks ago, and kind of what's or I guess when when listeners are listening to this, it will probably be like four or five weeks ago, but uh yeah, give us like the high level pitch of the book you got out,
0: yeah, so I wanted you know there are so many different areas or issues that agency owners have, and one of them is kind of really how do we attract and how do we grow the agency want? And so the book is called The Perfect Digital Agency Avalanche. And it talks about the four triggers that really need to happen in order for this avalanche of the perfect clients coming to you. And it's really around vision, niche, positioning, and your education that you do
1: in your agency. Very cool. So we've, you've got that. You mentioned it before. It was like a... It's a micro book. It is. It's, you know,
0: I'm not the biggest book person in reading but I always appreciate those cliff note versions. Now, this is a little bit more than the cliff note version, but I always, you know, the the dedications and all these different stories, I'm like, just get to the point. Look, I have this problem. I want this solved. How can I actually go solve it? <laughs> and that's what type of book this is.
1: So the four the four triggers, it was vision, niche. There was a third one in education. What was Positioning the third one? Position. and
0: education.
1: Yep, got it. So maybe give me the high level on each of those. Like why why these four triggers?
0: So think back at probably your story when you started your agency, right? Like when I think you started it in what, high school? Is yeah, that right? Yeah. Yep. So I started mine right after college. I basically designed a website making fun of one of my friends that looked like Justin Timberlake. It was a fake band, fake website called the. N- it got popular. And then people started asking me to design websites. And so I had this, I was this accidental agency owner and I was reacting to the market coming to me. Fast forward three years later, We were a multi-million dollar business, but I hated what we were doing. And the reason why I hated what we were doing and almost about to quit was because I didn't know where we were going. I didn't have that clarity. I didn't have that vision of where I was going, who I wanted to work with, what I wanted to do, what did I want to avoid. And I even took a job or a job interview with someone and they asked me two questions that changed everything. And this is a really quick exercise that we go over in the book that I'll give to you guys so you guys can do it. Basically, put your um, fist on a sheet of paper, draw a circle around it. And then for 30 minutes, write everything you hate doing and never want to ever touch again in your agency outside that circle. And so after you do that, you're going to kind of be flooded with all these ideas like project management, client work, all this stuff. You don't want to do it. Then once you put all the stuff you don't want to do, let's concentrate on all the stuff you like doing inside the circle. So now this will give you more clarity of what kind of agency do you want to become? Who do you actually want to work with? And who do you actually more importantly need to bring in to help you do this?
1: So fist, outside, hate, inside, like, and that at least gives you some breadcrumbs without having to go read the entire book, but obviously you probably walk through some more stuff on exactly. the vision stuff in the book. Yeah. And then and then niche, talk to us about that. The niche is is really one of the most important things, right? We
0: think like the biggest misconception about narrowing down to a specific niche or niche is I have to turn away work or people are not going to come to me because I'm a specialist in this one. If you think about it this way, if I'm having a heart attack, am I going to go to a general practitioner doctor? No. I mean, I could, but is he going to be able to help me out? No, I want to go to the, the best cardiologist in the world to save my life. That's how your perfect prospect is looking at you. And then you're gonna be able to know them better and you're gonna be able to be more profitable as well. And so if you can think about and and don't pick a niche, I'll give you a little hint. Don't pick a niche based on how many clients you have in a particular market, right? Like if so if you're a food and beverage and you have the most clients in food and beverage, but you don't enjoy that, you don't see a vision in that, you shouldn't pick that. There's a number of different things. And in the book, I go over this niche grader that goes over this exercise to help you rank what niche do you need to pick? And here's the key point. You're only marketing to that niche. You still can take on work outside of it.
1: Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash Cloudways or use promo code D-A-S-C-W when signing up. Let's get back to our show. I think it's a great like uh, distinction because a lot of people think that you know that they that if they go through that door, it's like all the other doors close, and it's like nope, this is just adding a door to the business or amplifying it. Exactly. In position. So positioning, a lot of agencies position themselves
0: as the superhero, right? They position themselves as Batman on the website. Case in point. Check out my awards, check out my portfolio, check out my process, all this kind of stuff. It's all about you. Think about if you're at a conference, we're at your guys' conference, right? I come up to you and I say, hey, Brent, I'm Jason. I grew a great, tons of big agencies. I've worked with thousands of agency owners. I'm the best, blah, 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 blah throwing up on you. You'd be like, hey, uh, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I want to get away, right? Like, And we know these types of people versus if I go up to you, hey, Brent, man, this conference is great. Why'd you come here? Is there anyone I can connect you to? And I start asking questions. And what happens when you start asking questions, it's going to turn the attention to you. And you're going to be the star in your story. And that's what you want. You're going to be Batman. Before, I was making you Robin. And and I don't know too many people that dress up as like Robin for Halloween like, who who does that, right? Like, everyone wants to be the superhero. So it's all about changing the conversation and thinking about once you pick that niche, what is the biggest challenges that they struggle with? So for example, I was working with a nonprofit a couple of years ago. And they said, we design websites for nonprofits, right? Like me and you would be like, yeah, that's good. It's descriptive, but they can do so much better. I said, what do nonprofits want? Why do they come to you? They're like, well... They want more members, donors, and volunteers. I'm like, cool, why do they want that? So they can spread their message. I said, cool, here's your elevator pitch. When someone comes up to you, rather than saying, I'm a nonprofit web designer. We work with um, nonprofits and help them do get more members, donors, and volunteers so they can spread their message. We do this through digital marketing, right? That's so much more appealing and it's gonna bring people in. And it's easy for someone to remember. That's the key. If you cannot remember your elevator pitch, You're screwed. It's a good rule of thumb. And education? Education. We should all be creating content, right? And when I say that, a lot of agency owners, they think, well, if I create content, that means all of my clients coming to us are going to want to work directly with me, which is the opposite of what I just put down on the the vision and getting clarity. But the greatest example for this is Gary Vanderchuk at Media right he puts out more content than everybody his his agency has grown faster than most agencies out there and he doesn't do a single damn thing for his clients <laughs> he just creates content and so the best way is like what we're doing right we're creating a podcast where we're we're having a conversation we're building relationships we're creating great content we're learning new things right but it's also going to feed people and position you as the expert even if you're not the expert if you interview other experts they're going to you know process of association or what is that whatever that's called right they're going to be like oh you interviewed einstein so you must be on that realm up there even though we we all know we're way like i'm way down here if i interviewed einstein
1: yeah so so what was your you mentioned that you were the accidental agency owner which i think a lot of our audience connects with a lot of us found ourselves in that situation like oh i have the skill I can do this thing. And so I keep doing it. Keep People keep paying me. And then it kind of becomes a career. Uh, you mentioned you kind of hated what you were doing. So you went through this process. I mean, I guess, like, tactically, what was the shift for you? Like, what, what, and who, what kind of clients did you end up going kind of from, to?
0: Well, I mean, there was a couple things. I, I was managing projects. I was doing a lot of onboarding. I was doing all the sales, right? Like there were so many things that I was getting pulled in every direction. And I was kind of in this agency up and down roller coaster, right? Like I'd focus on sales because we had no clients, and then I'd get a bunch. And then I'd focus on delivery and I'd take my eye off sales and then it would go down. And it was a constant battle. I was like, God man, I was just and then I was I felt like I was hiring the wrong people. and I was hiring the wrong people. Because I didn't know where we were going and they didn't know where we're going. So when they had to make a decision, they were either coming to me for every decision or they were making a decision what's best for them rather than what's best for the agency. And so as soon as I got that clarity of going, here's where the ship is going. Like, so picture this, we're on a boat from New York to London. And I don't tell anybody we're going to London. I'm driving the boat after 10 hours, I'm tired. And I'm like, hey, take over. You're going to drive. I'm going to go sleep. Wake me up if the boat changes course. <laughs> I'm not getting any sleep. You've ever been on a freaking boat? It changes course every second. But if I just told them, I'm going to you know, heading zero 020, zero, and we're going this way, we're going east, and we're going to London, they can make the course correction. So by having that clarity and communicating that and the vision to the team, now they can make better decisions. Like... A, Another example, um, we were writing an article maybe five years ago. And uh, the, my team wrote, it was like the best conferences in the world for agency owners. And there was two of them that they listed. Don't worry, it wasn't yours. I, it wasn't the one. You're not the example. So everyone should go to your guys' conference. But um, And they listed two of them. And I said, no, take them off. They were like, why? I was like, I hate them. They're assholes. And they go, Jason, and our vision was to be a resource I wish I had when I was running my first agency. They go, is this a good for agency owners? I said, yes, I just don't like them. And they're like, really? And I'm like, okay, keep it in there. Right? So they can call you on your own.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so it gives the team, I guess, because they have that North star, they can make more of the decision-making process and they can own more of that because they understand the destination ultimately. And You know, whether that's good or bad for you, because then you're like, they're like, wait a minute, it wasn't the vision to go here. And you're like, oh yeah. I guess it was, right? They can, you know, you almost become a participant as well or a contributor in that process, not just the, you know, the the czar of the business, right? Well, and you
0: can really start scaling the company when not everything depends on you, right? So in the very beginning of the first couple of years, you know, under the couple million mark, you're doing everything, you're making all the decisions. But as soon as you give them the North Star and you hired the right people that believe in the core values that you believe in, they can start coming up with things that you would never even have thought about. And that's really when you start having some success and attracting the right people, you know, both internally and externally, like it starts to become fun again, right? Because it's, it's not you versus everyone. It's everyone together trying to accomplish one thing. And then seeing the results that they do for helping out their clients and and themselves, it's just, it's still not all sunshine and rainbows, but it's a lot better uh, than, you know, everything just beating you up every day. And you're like, why do I even need to go to work and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned you've got a couple more of these short micro books on the way. Uh, Maybe you can kind of tease those out with us. Just kind of give us an, uh, an idea of what you're working on.
0: Yeah. So we have one around converting and building the ultimate sales team where you don't have to do anything in sales. And it really is about developing the right offering, building out the sales team, and what's that right structure. Because that's a big challenge that a lot of agencies have because a lot of the agencies have the owner selling everything. And so we talk about that sales system. And then another one that we're developing is, and this is going to be a popular topic, how to sell your agency or sell, have the option to sell your agency for the number that you want. And most of the time, too, once you get to that point where people are wanting to buy your business, a lot of times I try to talk people out of it. I'm like, why do you want to sell? You're making this amount. You're doing this amount. But maybe it matches up with their their long-term goals. So,
1: Yeah, very cool. Uh, looking forward to seeing both of those out. I think these are all going to be super great resources for... For our our market. Out of curiosity, when when you start talking people out of uh selling, I guess what what are some of the reasons of of why agency owners sell once they do have a profitable and growing business?
0: They they have kind of hit this cap where they're like, maybe I've gone the full extent, right? And they're they're just not seeing it, right? Like, think about how many agency owners you've coached, right? Where it's kind of like, They're in the forest, but like up, we're up here, you know, kind of off the top of the mountain. We can kind of see the path and be like, Hey, you're like inches away. Like, why do you want to do this? Or if I can solve this one little challenge, would you sell? Like I always tell people, you're either selling because you don't enjoy it anymore. If you need the money is another option. And then the third one, which is the most, probably the most common is. Hey, I can do. I feel like we can do better with someone, you know, over us, and then with those resources, right? Like probably like what, you know, when you sold you gurus, right? Like it's like, all right, we're good, but we could be even better with these resources, and then plus they're going to give me some a lot of money, so (laughs) might as well take it.
1: (laughs) Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash uGurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash U-G-U-R-U-S. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now it's available for a limited time I, I mean I can definitely relate uh, with that, and I have seen uh, a few really cool agency stories where somebody you know gets acquired and um, you know part of like a holding company or part of a larger scope where uh, it does grow like that idea grows even bigger. Um, I have seen quite a few where they get absorbed and then you know rebranded and totally you know eaten alive right. and it just becomes this other thing and and you know lots of different there's always different outcomes uh for for exits for sure um, yeah I've, I've I've seen them all I mean
0: like I even experienced them like we had a big agency and we sold I sold more for the reasons why I was like we did it for 12 years I was kind of done and I just didn't want to be in it anymore and and I should have bought out my partner at the time but I felt like that was the way out and then like I still did really well. But I also left millions and millions of dollars on the table because they did some burnout. So don't <laughs> just always assume that you'll never get the burnout. Okay,
1: that's, that's a tip. Uh, maybe we'll do a, a separate uh, episode on it. I, out of curiosity, though, I guess just to to dig into that one a little bit, because I think this happens to people in that zone where they kind of think, okay, exit. I Actually, I was talking to an agency owner the other day that I could just tell you kind of like wanted to get out. But maybe the better option would have been to buy out his partners because maybe that just the relationship hadn't worked. But I think when you get to that burnout place, maybe you're not thinking, "Oh gosh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go borrow, you know, three million dollars from the SBA and buy out my partner." Right? Because you kind of get in this mode of like not believing that it could be bigger just by you running it. I mean, was that kind of the mindset you were in at that time? Was like you didn't want to you didn't want to take out the levers to buy them out.
0: What I should have done is redid that exercise I explained to you with the fist, the circle, and outside and inside. Um, I did that one time. I did not do that right before we sold. If I did that, I bet I would have been like, well, here's the things I don't like. Here are the things I like. How can I make this happen? And I think we do we we come up with these cool things, one offs, and then we never return to them. Right. It's kind of um you know, I grew up playing tennis. I played in college. And I remember this one kid I was playing and I was so much further ranked ahead of him. And he was destroying me. I mean, literally murdering me. And I was just overthinking it. And I remember my coach was like, go back to the basics. Just just keep your eye on the ball and take your racket back early. That's it. And I wound up coming back and from like a... He was beating me like 6-0... Five zero, and I came back. <laughs> I was like, I had to win every game. You know, there was no, there was no margin uh, for uh, for uh, you know losing. So yeah, um, but yeah, you just have to do the same thing in business.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's funny, man. Where you kind of you do find things that work, and you're like, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> But I and feel never like it's return. Yeah, never <laughs> to return, right? Oh, I did that fist exercise from Jason Swank uh, back in in twenty, you know, sixteen or whatever. Like I'm good, I'm good. We don't mm-hmm. ever do that again. I'm gonna do the yeah. fist exercise after we get off today, man. I'm, I'll there commit that to you. Um, and and maybe I will return to it at some point in the future, um, <laughs> dude. This is always it's always fun to check in with you. I always I love what you're doing with uh, helping agencies, uh, super aligned with what we've been on. Uh, working on at YouGurus for for over a decade. And, um, you know, it's just fun to connect with peers uh, in this space and help more agencies. That's what we're all about. So um, do you have a second to stick around for a lightning round? Yeah, definitely. What's the best advice you've ever received?
0: Keep it simple.
1: Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, tool or app have you been using lately that you think our listeners would find valuable?
0: Oh, Chats, GBT. I'm sure everybody's saying that
1: one. And what book besides one of your own would you recommend?
0: Oh, um, How to Never Lose a, a Client Again
1: or a Customer Again by Joey Coleman. Ooh, very good recommendation. We will link out to Joey Coleman's book, How to Never Lose a Customer Again, as well as Chat GPT, although I'm sure you all already have that uh bookmarked. If you, if you, if you don't know who what that is, like come on, guys. Like <laughs> just turn off the episode. Just like, turn it
0: off. Like, stop listening. We're not gonna help you.
1: <laughs> we'll link out to all those over at UGurus.com/slash podcast. So click go to our website, check out our podcast, click on Jason's photo, if you listen to this week of, and we'll put all those tips, takeaways all in one place, as well as links out to uh, those uh, the tools we mentioned in today's episode. Jason, how can folks find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? Yep. So
0: if you go to uh, jasonswank.com, S-W-E-N-K slash avalanche, it'll link right straight to the book on, on Amazon. It has an Audible it has the Kindle version or a hardback version. So however you like to do it. So, And I actually recorded my own book versus like a lot of people, they hire AI or hire people to do it. I'm like, come on, guys, like read it.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Well, we will make sure to link out to that uh, URL, jasonswink.com slash avalanche over at our show notes page at yougurus.com slash podcast. So if you're out on the road or on your bike like myself or Jason, uh, you can just go to our website and you will we'll link out to his book. So definitely pick up a copy of that, get on his list, buy his next book, all that good stuff. Jason, thanks for stopping by the program today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brent. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver